See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Okay, and I'm I'm pressing record quickly because we're talking about all this movie-related stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, we can't lose content. Yeah, we missed uh, 20 minutes of show, but rather we'll, we'll, we'll fix rather it. Rather than just me, like, jotting down a note, I'm gonna just turn on and think, who are we, why are we, and what are we? This is Slow Robot A Go-Go, big show number 91. What makes it big? I don't know. Who cares? Um, we are the dedicated to reviving and bringing the pulse back to some forgotten, misbegotten, malnourished, abused, lost and forgotten B through Z grade movies of yesteryear. And who am I? My golden melodious voice, this is Mal. Uh, you can find me on Slow Robot A Go-Go and also the newly misbegotten, revived, I can't remember all the dumb things I said, um, I have kicked off, uh, my, I brought back an old show called Bunch of Dorks, um, I'm into my, this is gonna be my third episode this week, and, uh, it's clicking along, uh, generally I'll pick up, pick one topic that I want to either rally or rail on and intertwine music throughout for about 45 minutes to an hour. So hopefully, uh, go out and check that out. You can find that at bunchofdorks.com. You can click the top button, which is Slow Robot at Go-Go. You can click the uh, bottom button, which is Bunch of Dorks, which is now just Bunch of Dork. That's me. Or there's a third mystery button. And there's also a mystery person in the studio with us. Who's here beside us? Beside me, I should say. My name is Doctor Doctor El Doctor Morbioso. <laughs> From, Man of mystery. From, from parts K? <laughs> ah, that's wrong, totally, 100%, but I don't even care. <laughs> that's good enough. <laughs> yes, Dr. Morbius, from parts unknown. So, why did you... What? Do you, first of all, what do you have going on? What are some of your online concerns? Online... Well, that uh, third button. The third button, yeah. The third button. It's right in the middle. Stuck in the middle with us. Yeah, two dimension. That Stuck in book. the middle with you. Yeah, the, you know Cheryl Crow kind of ripped off that song for... Uh, that hit she had that first hit and she never credited him with it. That bastard. And she also turned in um the bicycle guy. That Armstrong. Bastard. <laughs> anyway, uh two dimensions Damn the you, podcast. Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Let's start a Kickstarter fund Girl, to ban uh, w- w- Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Send us dollars and we'll ban her from this show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for her first appearance, she's been banned. What else do you have going on? Let me stop interrupting you. Oh, God. We'll be eating crow soon, but, you know, whatever. You know, but um, no, but yes. seriously. Two That's in Flesh Gordon, like too. Yeah, the uh, Cosmic Cheerleaders. The Cosmic Cheerleaders, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what do you got going on? Two Dimension Comic Book Podcast. The Comic Book Podcast that is directionless, that has no direction, that is totally free-formed and loose and flowing and jazzy and... All that good stuff. Nice. And uh, which is with uh, me, King Don, Brooke, and Dr. Ba. Dr. Ba? Dr. Ba. He changes his name every time. Yeah. We just called him Houston back in the olden days. Yeah. Well, they gave him that name. So Doc- anyway, and yeah, and then Destination Nightmare. Huh. My podcast, blog, whatever, yeah. where I do my own thing. And so you're kind of you rolling know. along. You're doing uh, you're doing your own podcast with that. Well, like how many? I got like six of them. So nice. Far. You feel good, liking it. Feeling good, yeah. Yeah. Doing the comic books, doing the commentary on the books, do doing you, all sorts of. Do stuff. you always have people there with you, or sometimes solos? Uh, no, no. I'm I'm with either King Don or uh, Oh, cool. Brian Yetter or CK. See, I. I've done a, I've done quite a few solo shows with mixed reviews or and mixed results I should say, um, but I think I'm I, I, I've actually kind of gotten the hang of it a little bit more over year, over the years. You know I've done this a lot this podcasting stuff, and I've had a lot of different shows and a lot of different things, and it's kind of it's more difficult to just hit the big record button and start talking mm-hmm. uh, than people can than people think. Um, it's more entertaining to get more voices in because it is. sometimes. I did one once by myself. It was only 15 minutes, and it came out like a monotone and dry because I was basically reviewing a book. So if you got King Don or you or Brooke or CK or Brian or somebody interacting, and you go off in different directions and tangents, and then the listener will be like, hey, 
What's going on here? Where's this going? And then we yeah. kind of like jazz. And then like bam, and then like boom, and then you like make a left turn and like jazz. We start out on topic, we go into different directions, and at the very end, we go back to the topic and end, just like a John Coltrane, leaving you with a smooth, minute. cool riff. Right on. Brought to you by Colt Forty Five. Right on, have cat. And uh, what was that dude's name? Who was Billy it? D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. Forty Five. Lando Calrissian. There was some dumb movie he was in. Um, it was like a buddy cop thing where he would just pop in and and like just play. He was like a federal agent, and he would just pop into a jazz club and just hop up on stage <laughs> and play a little bit of cool jazz. Yeah, man, that sounds good. With Colt 45. <laughs> they still make that stuff? I don't know. I think a bunch of hillbillies went blind and they pulled it off the market. Oh, too bad. And that's a bit stolen from The Simpsons. Anyway, uh, so why you, you you had a quick name change in the beginning of this show to your more Latin roots. Well, and you know... I'm, I'm, what's the, I wonder what the story is behind that. Well, you know, <laughs> there might be a movie coming out where... Uh, Machete 3, and uh, I'd like to change my name back so the nice. Latin community will accept me right, again. Right, man. After, uh, you know. Just like Charlie Sheen, as it were. Yeah. Charlie Estevez. Yeah, Charlie Estevez. Or Carlos Estevez. Carlos, that's what it is. It, he, he, like, he actually calls himself Carlos Estevez. Yeah, that's movie. his real name, okay, so he changed cool. it. I, well, is that his real name? Yeah, that's, yeah, his, that's yeah. Charlie is Carlos in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. well, what, what happened, what, what led to this was... Um, after I watched, because uh, I, I watched the, our movie for today, just this morning, with my coffee, and wow. And then, um, while I was waiting for Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown to... Drag his carcass. Drag his, there. his, no, he just drags one of those big, um, like, like, the coffin with the machine gun in it. He, oh, uh, yeah, 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 like Django. Like Django. He, he, Django, he, he usually yeah. arrives like Django, just, I can hear the coffin dragging down the street, and I know I have about 20 minutes, because those are heavy. Yeah. So I'm watching this other movie that I had gotten, um, from Netflix, called The Wraith, and this is cheeseball 80s all day long. Probably filmed in the early 90s, but it still has that leftover flavor of the 80s, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, there's Ozzy rocking the Ultimate Sin album and stuff like that. And who shows up on a motorcycle? <laughs> a very young Charles Estevez. And I was like, what? No, yeah, Carlos. Carlos. A very young Carlos Estevez. And we both were like, nah. And then uh, we started talking about, oh, yeah, he changed his name to um, Carlos he, from Estevez. Charlie Sheen to Carlos Estevez. And I said, I, he probably just did that for, the, for Machete because now he's in the newest iteration of the Machete. And uh, Machete Kills. And I, and, and I said to Dr. Morris, I was like, yeah, they're trying to get, rope in more of the Latin community. Yeah, yeah, and right. that's when the, it was like, oh, yeah, that's dumb. But, yeah, that, that's what happened. Yeah, even Mel Gibson changed his name to L. Gibson. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just joking. Yeah, we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, I don't know what to think about him. He, he's he's, he's uh, an interesting character. And by that I mean a devil, a fiend. Uh, uh, he's just—I think it was—he was hitting the bottle real hard for a while there. Uh, maybe, maybe this will be the comeback movie or whatever. I don't know. See, and I used to like him a lot, and then totally. Yeah, he messed up. He messed time. up bad. He messed up. He done bad. goofed, as they say. But we all, but we all that. should forgive. You know, I mean, there's that, a lot that, of actors that messed up really bad. Then, yeah, are, but not like. I mean, well, he he <laughs> went royal. You know, what I mean, like. He yeah. was like, I'm going all in with my crazy. And he pushed a big pile of nuts into the uh, middle of the camera and said, film me being insane. Uh, yeah, well, ranting. Roman Polanski, Mr. Uh, pervert, he's very well respected, even though he can't come to the U.S. anymore. Yeah. So, you know, he still gets awards. So we, for, we, we I know. I love everybody. how they just keep giving him awards. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, nah, stop. Yeah, you know, everybody gets a pass when they make uh, a good movie, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, enough Mel. Yeah, do you, now, do you... The, the just totally different topic. Oh no, I mean the same topic. But uh, do you ever have a something where you you can't watch any of their stuff anymore? Like, cause there's some yeah, that are like too. that. Like I I don't really watch Mel Gibson movies anymore. I can't. Not that I can't. It's just like I know he's a big douchebag. And then huh. and then like well, Plansky. I don't I don't know. I never really watched many of his movies anyway. So that's not that wasn't like a conscious choice. I don't really you know didn't really watch well, it. I don't watch I don't watch modern day actors movie. Oh, uh, what's his face? Here's one. Um what's his face? Sean Penn. I won't no, watch anything no, with that. Because they're such jerks. Like you you well, found out they're such He's a friggin' commie bastard, you know. That's why I won't watch his movies. <laughs> anybody really? any, anybody that loves Hugo Chavez, the late <laughs> Hugo Chavez that 
Venezuelan jackass. You know, I won't watch anything. A lot of actors these days, it's hip to be whatever, anti-American. Even though they did it back then, I won't watch their movies. Yeah. But I'll watch a Peter Fonda movie. I'll watch a Dennis Hopper movie. Even though they were pulling that st- stuff, crap, because they were actually cool. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's, that is a big difference. And these assholes now are just jackasses. The only Chavez I know is the uh, portrayal of him in Escape from L.A., and that's yeah, the only one that guy. you really should ever follow. There's people, but but even beyond yeah. the actors who I just can't stand is the yeah. musician, the pop music this day, the Oof. worst piece of dog crap ever ever made on the planet. See, for those of you timing it, it took us ten minutes to get into music talk. We should just do slow move, slow, slow music uh, uh, ago. Slow jukebox ago, ago. Yeah, we should. Um, I think. Well, we no, because I, I will, I'm going to tie it into the documentary that I watched last night See, about young people in the '70s making music as opposed yeah. to young people making music now. Uh, there's, there's two things that I kind of at first I was like, oh, come on, but then, then I was like, oh, wait. That Millie Cyrus has been making big news, Ugh. but you know what she's doing? She, no, she's doing the Madonna formula. Uh, Lady Gaga. Or like, like she's going. Everyone's like, oh my God, she's going crazy. The the younger kids are lining up because they're like, oh, she's transitioned into young adult, but she yeah. still has to sell to the young girls. So now they and she is. And then I I guarantee, like in five or six years, she'll reinvent herself because Madonna has done this continually. Oh look, now I'm a sexual woman. Oh look, now I'm British or whatever the hell she is. You know, like she just changes a hundred percent who she is, and keeps getting new demographics, keeps reinventing herself. Yeah. And I, I guarantee. At first, I was like, this lady's obviously losing her mind, but she's not. This is all. I guarantee. This is all very calculated. Very but, but I'm just waiting for like some one of these like my stars that just just do a Gigi Allen on stage. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and for all of you yeah. out there, you go ahead and Google that. Not at work. Not at work. <laughs> Do not Google that at work. Yeah, because I mean they're they're edgy, but they're not yeah. that edgy. There's it's been done before. The yeah. the only one that I think is actually we're witnessing a descent into insanity is uh, uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Look, anyone that has well, anybody with that name, I mean, well, you know. no, but I mean, like he's really making very bad like life choices, <laughs> yeah. you know, and th- this is stuff that's getting leaked out, yeah. and. And then, and also, as soon as I saw he has like this Audi that's painted in 100% leopards leopard or I mean oh, um nice. tiger stripe, I was like, we got to stop him. If you ruin an Audi with that paint job, you must be stopped. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. send him back to Canada and put him with uh, hey. Celine Dion. And, yeah, uh, right, Celine Dion. Yeah. Who's that one guy I used to like from the? From, uh, damn it. From Canada. Yeah, the Canadian guy. He was like a like kind of like a light rocker in the 80s. Ooh. Uh, Billy Squire? No, no, no. Is that is Billy Squire? He was American. No, there's somebody. Damn it! And, and somebody right now uh, that's listening like, in Lover Boy or somebody. No, like no, no. That. I didn't like that. I was I, somebody's right now is shaking their monitor, going screaming this guy's days because they're like, oh, I know it. All right, I don't. I can't well, remember. I wear my sunglasses at night. That dude. No. Or whatever, or, uh, give me a song. Give me he a song. he. Pl- it, it was a very uh, guitar heavy, like rock. Uh, guy was he on MTV a lot yeah he, she probably was it was the 80s everyone was but yeah. back before back when they had music videos alright enough of this crap we'll look it up later alright what have you now we're gonna go into our ever famous ever popular what have you watched this week cause you got some doozies I think one doozy, one, but, it's one a, doozy. But, it's a da- but it's a good doozy it's almost like a leftover it's a leftover. You were yeah. still burning rubber down 66 with last week's uh, yeah, two-way blacktop and you were like I need to know more about the driver yeah, with the autistic motorheads from uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. last. Uh, <laughs> well, that would be a good name for a band, autistic, autistic motorhead. And you had to do all cover of motorhead. Yeah, yeah but you had there to you do go. it like badly and just like <laughs> yeah. you just stand <laughs> still and look like totally inept, just, yeah. just staring out of the crowd like. Did you like that one? No. All right. The ace uh, of spades. The ace of spades. The ace of spades. The ace of spades. The ace of spades. Yeah. Just do that. Yeah. Anyway, besides that, what did I watch? Well, I, wa- I accidentally. Well, I, I was I was watching. This <laughs> I was, was totally long and I fell into a movie. I fell into crazy. this documentary by accident because last night I was watching YouTube on my TV and I was watching some music videos from uh, Page and Plant, Kate Bush, um, Procol Harum, uh, Ten CC, other groups like that. Then when I was done with that, I said, "Okay." So I switched the t- uh, the, the the machine off the Roku thingy. Roku off. box. Not a Roku, but it's a Roku 
you know, knockoff box that gets YouTube. Because Roku <laughs> will not pick up YouTube, believe it. Roku will not pick up YouTube. Oh, is it like copywriting gimmicks? Uh, yeah, probably. So anyways, I go by Channel 3 and they have this documentary called American Masters, which I guess is like a, you know... Oh, um, I've heard of that. It's it's a long-going thing. And it, I just caught... I missed the beginning of it, but it's about a, um, a club in L.A. in the 70s called The Troubadour. And that was like this club where a lot of people got discovered. James Taylor, Carol yeah. King. Well, Carol King was already famous, but as a singer-songwriter, she got discovered. The Eagles, Steve Martin got discovered. Elton John made it big there. Wow. You know, a ton of people. And it was Is really that in L.A.? That's in L.A. It was in right? L.A., yeah. yeah it was a little thought. club run by some lunatic. I can't remember his name right now, but a total loony. But the guy... That was like a huge staple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I've even heard of that. I know, I know what you're talking about. It went out of business for a while, but it came back. But they had like... Uh, Nights where it was called like you know it was, they call it a hoot where anybody could get up on stage and you know play and it became like so popular that Cheech and Chong were discovered there too that all the stars all the all the That's hip right. people Nicholson and all them would hang now, those out. Those are two there. famous Canadians I like. Yeah, even yeah, one of them's Canadian. Who's it, Chong? Chong is, but Cheech is like, oh, hey, Cheech, pasa, man. <laughs> From California, man. From that would be great if he came from Mexico and, and like it was like a double invasion. Like one was like totally yeah, up north and one was the south, and then they're like, hey, and they met right in the middle, and then said, let's go to uh, let's go to California. Like they walked like to the middle of America, yeah, and then they were, and then hey, they were like, bus, well, man. we can go to New York that way, or we can go to California that way. And I was like, hey, man, I think California's closer, man. <laughs> and then they stumbled around like hippies and found it. Yeah, those guys. That's the true story of how they were. That's formed. a true story. Okay. Thank you very much. Look it up. And you, you don't have to Google look it, it up. up. <laughs> Google it or wiki it up or, you oh, know. Oh, God, I love the Cheech and Chong. Yeah, the Cheech they're and Chong so, were great. They're so funny. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Troubadour. So anyway, action. yeah. So anyway, a lot of people from L.A. got discovered. But the funny part about it is, you know, they're going on about like, oh, yeah, you know, there was, was a singer-songwriter, you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and, you know, these guys, James Taylor, Carol King, the Eagles, Jackson Brown, all the sensitive guys or whatever and you know they were like you know they were living in california living the dream making a lot of money right. getting a lot of girlies really you know good lyrics in the beginning anyway because it became maudlin and, and tepid and lame but then they had a couple of uh they were talking about uh well this guy's name is robert criscow he's a um he's a writer for he was a writer for cream magazine for a lot of years but the new york guys hated la okay and there was another yeah. guy called lester bangs it was kind of like a punk rock, almost like a punk rocker. They hated the L.A. scene. They called mm. them like a bunch of disaffected, lazy, you know. It was the original uh, rap diss. Yeah, like it, it was, was East West West yeah, Coast. Yeah, East Coast. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got into those guys, and they were like, yeah, you know, for it was like, you know, those guys were just a bunch of stoned out losers who were just hanging out in the pool and banging girls, which is true. And then like, they they weren't even talking about anything important or political mm. or anything like that. And then the L.A. guys, one of them anyway, one of the session guys goes, you know, if I ever saw that Lester Bangs guy, you know, I'd beat his ass. If he thinks we're a bunch of pussies, I'd beat his ass, right? So I guess there was a lot of uh, antagonism there, which I didn't realize. But wow. uh, you know, they they you know the L.A. guys were making all the money. The New York people became the punk rock scene. With, it sells. Uh, and and as a matter of fact, there's a movie coming out called CBGBs about the. Uh, wow about the punk rock scene and there's guys playing the Ramones and Patti Smith and all that. I saw a trailer for That's it. going to be day. very interesting. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. s I was actually very surprised CBGB's went away. Yeah. I mean, it just, uh, it does, stuff just does. I shouldn't be so surprised, but you'd think somebody would have stepped in and said, you know what, I'll buy this and, and we'll, we'll make it, you know, something. But uh, they just didn't. You yeah. know, I don't know. But anyway, a lot of those singer-songwriters from back then, they were, you know, they wrote good music, but they're very granola intensive. And oh yeah, our sacrament was marijuana, man, and pop, but when heroin and came in, then it really screwed us up. It's like, geez, the same old story, you know, yeah. that I heard like a million times already. But wow. but what I was trying to get at before was that when these guys started, they were like twenty, twenty one, James Taylor, all these guys, and they were actually like for that age, they were writing these deep songs. You know, these guys yeah. had like, you know, a, they had you know, weight to them or whatever. Whereas today, you got like uh, Katy Perry or somebody like oh, that. It's just like it's just, total bubblegum. It's just it's like total, but it's like it's like rancid bubblegum. You know, it's like bad. But it's like it's like the bubblegum they used to come in the back of the bubblegum cards, but you broke oh it. Oh God, man! You, it was you, you would almost like shatter your teeth. Yeah, when you yeah. It's like kind of like that bubblegum. But yeah, um, it's true. It's an interesting documentary, and uh, cool. it's on PBS now. So oh, cool. It All right. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, I, I was listening to um because I, I listen to some rap 
um, Wu Massacre, Wu Tang Clan, and uh, Eminem and stuff like that. That's not where I. That's not usually what I listen to, but I but I do listen to it. And I was just thinking, boy, if they took away the um, calling out other rappers and dissing each other, that that, that would be like ninety percent of their content would be gone. They have nothing. It's amazing. Well, they could talk about bitches and hoes. Okay, yeah, you're right. So they tw- like eighty percent of their content would yeah, be gone. Yeah, yeah. We we should just do that. We should just call out other podcasts and be like, yo yo, what's up? And and we'll just diss each <laughs> this other podcast and then like for like for an hour and people would be like, wow man, that was a really strong diss. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, we'll get some West Coast. We'll get some really po- We'll get some really popular. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> we'll start the uh, podcast dissing. Yeah, we can wear our hats sideways and you know. Or maybe we won't do that and be civ- civil humans. Okay, uh, civil so humans. what have I watched this that's, that's, week? That's another good band name, Civil Humans. Civil Humans. Uh, so I have three. I only have three this week, but eh. I watched um, Timeline, which was a Paul Walker affair. So we know how that went. We watched one called Solar Crisis. I watched one called Solar Crisis. Yeah, by we you mean you? Yeah, I meant me. I, 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 yeah, Th- this I had never seen this in person before. The director was Alan Smithy. You know what that means? It does, and and I was like, what? Yeah. And th- that's actually not permitted anymore. Yeah, man. Like they made that illegal, not illegal, but you can't do that. There's a documentary about that. Right. So for those of you who don't know, Alan Smithy is the name used when somebody wants to disassociate themselves with with one of their creations. Yeah. And I had never seen that and I was watching and this was from the 80s and it was it was totally like it was cheeseball and forgettable. Uh, and I was like no way. Right at the end it came up and I was like, "Wow." <laughs> like I had heard this was like a terrible terrible movie. Uh, but I watched it anyway, and then yeah, I'd never seen that in person. So the third one is the main focus of what I need to talk about, because it was an odd little movie, a new movie that just came up on Netflix streaming, and it looked like it would be interesting, but it looked like it might be terrible. <laughs> the movie I'm I, is called The Ghastly Love of Johnny X. Mm. Now. I was watching this for a little bit, and then I paused it as I often as I often do, and re- walked in and and like uh, IMDb'd it, searched it out, like kind of what what the hell is this? Because it's a ve- uber stylistic, like kind of deco, kind of sci-fi, kind of musical, kind of a lot of things, and it's it's based on, it's it's really styled after like the early sci-fi stuff. Mm. And um, it's it almost reminds you of like a like a Rocky Horror kind of thing. Mm. So I looked this up on IMDb, and this has the distinction of being the lowest grossing movie of 2012. <laughs> this movie made 117 dollars. I've never seen like like I'm like looking at this and I and I blinked and I'm like, am I what, am I drunk? I was asking myself. I'm like, what am I doing here? What is this? Cost million dollars or two million dollars to make. Literally, like it said, opening weekend, one hundred and seventeen dollars, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what is that? Like, that's like eight people saw that. Eight people went to see this movie. That's a story that didn't have to be told. No, like that is honest to goodness. Like at that point, if I, if you're like the guy who made this, and you'd be like, huh, I Ed guess Wood made more money. Than I that. guess that didn't have to be told that story. And it was kind of sad. Like I almost want to go out and buy a DVD copy of it. Just because I know if if a hipster crowd ever starts watching, they'll be like, "Oh, dude, this is really awesome!" And yeah, it wasn't a horrible movie. It wasn't a great movie either. It just was. It was one of those things where you watch and you're like, "Yep, that was a thing," and then that's it. You just turn it off and you forget. But I know if 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 that would be like having the first copy of one of those really rare movies that like they literally sold none of it, you know. But it was just one of those things where you're like, I. Look up the history of it. Look up the 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 ghastly love of Johnny X. It's a very um, interesting story about the movie. You know. Okay. Wow. Uh, that that must open at one place, like one place. Yeah. Like yeah, just one just place. like one theater was like, eh, all right, let me have a tape of it. Ten bucks ahead. Probably the the director's friends probably went to see it. The it's yeah, the people friends. that were in it, and then that's it. Like. Yeah. That's amazing. That's cool though. Glad you saw it. Yeah, it's it's out there on streaming, so um, you know, invest the time if you want to, but Well, it's wow. making its money back on streaming. I don't know. 
how does that would it would it work? Would it? I would imagine they get it. They get like a per good, views. They good, would get a couple bucks. Well, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. They have to pay to rent it. I'm sure. I guess I don't know. Is it a major studio that put it out? Did it have like no, a, no, nothing like. Well, that. Netflix shelled out some bucks to him to. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I I, d- I doubt he's gonna be making another one. <laughs> oh, you never know. Ed Wood made like. 12 movies. That's true. So. What am I? I'm, make, I'm really using my jump to conclusions. And Birdemic Matt. made a Birdemic too, so. Yes, it sure did. And there's always riff tracks. Still owe that guy a gut punch. Okay. Well, we're going to go to a quick uh, trailer break, and then when we come back, we have a new game. A new and exciting game for all of you listeners. We'll be right back. Forest is motion squirrel! Kathy's world was complete and happy. She had a beautiful marriage and a beautiful new baby. Everything was perfect. But suddenly, something dark and sinister out of her past returned to haunt her, to threaten her very existence. Hello? Bye-bye, baby bunting. Daddy's gonna hunting. He's waiting for you, Kath. It was almost too terrifying, too frightening to believe. Suddenly, it wasn't Kathy's life in danger. It was Kathy's baby. National General Pictures presents the most terrifying new chiller since Rosemary's Baby. Daddy's Gone A-Hunting. From Mark Robeson, who gave you Valley of the Dolls. Starring Carol White, Paul Burke, and introducing Scott Highlands. Daddy's Gone A-Hunting. When the baby begins to cry, you'll begin to scream. Daddy's Gone A-Hunting. Rated M for mature audiences. All right, and and let me do a quick correction. We went. I had I because I was so like an, I had to tell or uh, show Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown the, uh, the the IMDb page. I stand corrected. It made eighty six dollars on its opening weekend. Then um, it, its total theatrical run was one hundred and seventeen dollars, which was one week. <laughs> Holy hell! Okay, so yes. Um, uh, yeah. All right. So uh, this week we we changed it up a little bit. Instead of uh, this or that, instead of a top ten, instead of a bio, our bios highlighting who's in our movie we're watching, because God help us with that one for this week. Um, we went with a whole new thing: yes or no. And this is where we read questions, and the only answer is either yes or no, much like a polygraph. It's a really? po- It's a podcast. Did you ever polygraph. take a polygraph? No, I uh, did. Did you? Yeah. For what? To get a job at Peaches, believe it or not, record a long time ago. What? Act, yes. yes. What? No wonder they're out of business. What? What the hell would they have asked you? Do you oh, have you ever uh, stolen anything? Have you ever like uh, what was it? The you know you you know are you, is this your real something like is this nah, your real how name? How the hell are you gonna answer that? Well, here here's what I like, remember. Okay. okay, here's what we we'll, we'll do a fake polygraph test here. You know. Uh, it's is like, your name oh. really, you know, Mao? Is your is your name really? Is your uh, name Carlos? really Mao? Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, were you really born in? Were you born in the U.S.? Yes. Uh, are you uh. married? Yes. Uh, have you ever killed anybody? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then it's like the needle goes like. But he didn't ask that. He wow. asked me basically, "Is you born here? Is this your real name?" And then, from what I remember, and then like the zinger was like, "Have you ever stolen anything?" And then you're like, "No." And then he'll ask you another question. They'll go, "Have you ever stolen anything?" And then you say, "No," or whatever, or "Yes," if you had, you know, whatever. And then, like after he does that, he evaluates you. And then when I, when I was done, he goes to me. This is how I found out what the scam these guys, scammers these guys are. He goes, "When he's done, I told him because I hadn't, I really didn't st- ever steal anything technically, you know, whatever." Anyway, he goes after I'm done. He goes, "Well, you were okay, but uh, there was something weird with that. Have you stolen?" Question. And I go. Are you sure you haven't never stolen anything? I go, no, I haven't. He goes, all right, fine. What he didn't know is that the guy who was hiring me was my friend. So I got hired, and when I got in, I said to him, hey, can I ask you about the polygraph? I go, yeah. He goes, did that guy ever say anything to you about, like he thought that I stole anything? He goes, no, I never said anything to me. So the guy was trying to entrap you Right. Into trying, you well, yeah, I did take like this and that and the other thing. A piece yeah. of, yeah, like a pack of cards when I was eight yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, weird. That's, yeah, that's so, yeah, really I did take weird. one once, yeah. <laughs> they said, said, people said that to do it, if you put like a little nail or something inside your shoe, so every answer will like, you know, will be like a stinger or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> so they balance it. I think they measure it by like, do, 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 have you stolen, burr, burr, 
burp, burp, and I don't know. Go, oh. I I thought those only worked if you had a conscience. Like if like if you don't give a shit. Yeah, if you're a sociopath like me, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm know? saying. Like I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't care about it. Whatever. So. Yeah, but I did get one for, for stupid Peaches Records, and that's why they're out of business today. That is why they're out of business. My God, can you imagine the cost of that? Not to mention nobody buys records anymore. Oh yeah, there's that second thing too. Yeah, you forgot about that. All right, right so now on to our questions. I'll I'll do. Uh, mine first. You okay? go first because I'm winging mine, so yeah, God yeah. knows there might be some editing. I, I had a. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. I have 10 questions. Yes or no. Do you like video games? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you remember your childhood? Very, very well. Very fondly. Yes or no, man? Yes. <laughs> so you have yes Answer and yes. Answer the question. Okay, yes. Joe Friday. <laughs> do you like sweets? Of course, yes. Okay. Do you like kids? Yes. Huh. Do you do your parents regret coming to America? That's no. A, that's a tough one. No. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? No. Do you think there is intelligent life in the universe? Uh, yeah. Do you think there's intelligent life on Earth? No. <laughs> Are black and white movies more interesting than color movies? No. Will the Bucks ever win a Super Bowl again? Yes. Okay. Wow. There in, that was easy. In no. 3,023. <laughs> You're making a lot of broad leaps. Yeah. All right. So that, so that was pretty easy, you know. So, uh, so you got you got some for me or what? <sighs> or are we just going to Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll think of some ones. Okay. Okay. Um, let me think. Hmm. Now, I don't want to go into too heavy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll just ask you the one that I was thinking about earlier. Do you have an invisible friend? No. Okay. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> I have an invisible cat friend. Like that'd be funny. Like bend down and pet an invisible cat. That'd be funny. Okay. Maybe um, I do now. Hold on. Yeah. Now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now you do. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just created one. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you like horror movies? No. Yeah, I thought so. Because yeah. <laughs> every time I get one, you're like. Rrr. Okay. Uh, see what I sacrificed for the show. Yeah. See, no. now, now we, I don't uh, mind. Uh, well, no quantifying. No, no, that's fine. You don't mind something or other, but in general, I don't like the go- the gore, like the sh- the sloppy gory. No, I don't like know. that either. You know, it's like torture porn and stuff. I don't like that. Okay. No. Do you like drama movies? No. Wow. Okay, we're learning a lot. Okay. Do you like classical music? No. Wow. Really, not none of it, huh? Okay. <laughs> you're like, wow, you're a really negative person. No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm learning a lot, you know. Do you like um, sweets? No. Do you like? Uh, let me think. Let me think. Because I'm coming off the top of my head. Um, hmm. Now this one might be. This one you don't have to answer. Do you like authority? No. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're like you're like wow. You're all yeses. I'm all no's. <laughs> you're all no. You're Mr. You're Doctor No. Yeah, I'm like Doctor Nobius. Okay. Do you like art? Ooh. That's a broad question. Yeah. It encompasses everything. Yes. It doesn't have to be drawing. Yes. Do you like comic books? No. Do you like novels? Nope. Hmm. No, I said say no. Okay. Um, but you really like you have like a lot of deep like I'm such a deep guy yeah you are deep although uh, I, I like how I said no for comic books but I gave you a stack to read yeah I know <laughs> but you probably didn't read them so <laughs> I didn't I just got them for the CD uh, let's see I'm trying to think because uh, I'm coming off these uh, do you like computers no okay do you like guitars Yes. Yay! Uh, we got a yes. Right, one that we're gonna quit. We're gonna, okay, we're quitting at one. Yes. No, I said yes about something else too. Art. I said no, art. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, wait. Let me think of another one because I'm coming out. I'm coming. It's like I'm coming alive I'm now. Coming alive, man. I'm waking up. Now, this is why man. I always do. Like whenever we have our like games or stuff, I always like have to write stuff out. Like I have a little notepad where I write stuff out because I could never come up with stuff off the top of my head. Do you could, like? You should say. Could you? Do you? Can you come up with stuff on the top of your head? Yeah. No. Okay, um, this one's going in the yard, but I'm just going in another direction just because I'm nice. like, you know, now I'm being the... the You're the, the jazz musician of yes or no. Yeah, do you like jazz? No. Huh. Do you like, uh, let me see, do you like sodas? 
Hmm. Yes, diet soda. But yes. Okay, yeah, that's a soda. Yeah, it's a soda. I'm trying to think of another one, another one that's like, you know... Or yeah, one last one. Uh, we're gonna, we're okay, gonna we're going to stop at this one. Okay. Do you like radio? No. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So... I, I mostly no. Dr. Morby is mostly yes. And uh, take that for what it is. We're going to take a quick trailer break and we come back. We're going to delve uh, skin deep into our flesh-rific movie of, flesh-rific. of porn thing stuff. Stay tuned. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Ladies and gentlemen, this picture, truly one of the most unusual ever filmed, contains scenes which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. We urgently recommend that if you are such a person or the parent of a young or impressionable child now in attendance, that you and the child leave the auditorium. Uh-oh, sorry. I already hit... I already hit once, uh, once I hit the big red record on. button, yeah. Okay, so we were like laughing, uh, coming up with... The alter, those alternate porn names that they kind of come up with, like Pulp Friction or Splendor in the Ass, and uh, wow, okay, yeah, I'll go there. So we'll just stop there because most of them are. But uh, why would we be talking about such vulgar, uh, such vulgar topics? That's because our movie this week is vulgar. It's a vulgar topic in its own. It's 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 vulgar, but it's kind of like it's kind of like not. It's kind of like vulgar, but in a nice way. It's enjoyable. It's I a mean, it's, it's a nice one because it's a it's a it's a campy little tribute to Flash. What the hell are we Gordon. talking about? Flesh, yes, Gordon. Not Flash Gordon, Flesh Gordon. Yes. Yes. And not the Queen version from the eighties. No. This is um uh, this this movie. Even though there were queens in this movie. Yeah, there sure were. This movie is is like a an homage to the serials. If you don't know what we're talking about. Um, I think we talked about it before on the show, but if you're first-time listener, I don't know how. Welcome. But welcome. Thank, first of all, welcome. And second of all, uh, make sure you don't ever write in no matter what, because our listeners don't. And third, <laughs> uh, a cereal is like... Um, they used it's to, something you eat for breakfast. Yes. It, it's a breakfast cereal. It's light. It had milk on it. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean the film? Yes, the film cereals. They were little operatic, like dramatic things that were cut up into 15-minute segments. Um, very formulaic, and they would put them in the front of Saturday morning or Saturday movies, and it would be actually like almost like a way of enticing kids to go, because even if you didn't want to see the movie, believe it or not, some people actually followed. Oh, I want to see the next yeah. uh, Buck Rogers, the yeah, next yeah, yeah. Um, what was that one? Rocky. Oh, um, yeah, there was Damn like it. Rocket Man on Rocket Man. Rocket Man from the Moon. Moon, and there was like Captain Marvel, and there was a Captain America. What was that one? Rocky Shadow. Johnson? Not Rocky, Rocky Johnson no. Space. Yeah. That was a TV show. Yeah, no. Ah, whatever. So, and, and, and one of the most famous ones um, was, was, was Flash Gordon. Based on a comic strip by Alex Raymond. So it was Buck Rogers based on a comic strip, not, wow. by, Fla- not by Alex Raymond, but both starring uh, Buster Crab. Nice. That was a weird name, Buster Crab. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Yes, you do. So this one, um, and you could tell right off the bat, though, this opens up when this this, this guy, the voiceover is reading a novel. I mean, yeah. and you're like, if your movie opens up with like a lot of reading. Now, I know Star Wars does, and I, I'll forgive that one because that one was... This is pre-Star Wars. This is pre-Star Wars. No, but I mean, it's kind of explaining why... This looks the way it does, and I'm like, ooh, that's bad. Like, if if you had to go back and go, yeah, no one's getting it. Well, put a thing on the front telling them why they should get it. You know, that you're kind of like, uh, I might be in trouble here. But um, it it it's it's made just like a cereal from the 50s and 40s, except dirty, except very dirty, and in color, and in color. You're right, and it was it was uh, I guess it was an X-rated. But well, then they. I, I listened to the commentary. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Tell us, teach us a little bit, because I had heard it was X-rated, but the release was R-rated. But then the DVD release was X-rated yes, again. Somewhat, or, or yes. They put it all back, but no. by today's standards, it's not even. No, they couldn't put it all back. The, oh. the directors, 
were some guys that went out to California. We're doing the California thing today. They went out to California. They picked and up Cheech and Chong on the way. Yeah, probably. They went to the tru- 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 door, tru- Troubadour. Troubadour. Yeah. They tried to they tried to make it in L.A., get a band. Didn't work out, so they decided they wanted to make movies. They didn't have any money, so they got the bright idea. They started doing like eight millimeter stag loops, which are like short films that, you know, short whatever, porn. you know. Well, not porn. Not, at that point, they weren't porn. They it were was just like kind of risque. Yeah, dirty. Right. You know, and then, but then these guys were one of the early guys that decided to take the eight millimeter and make it into a feature film. I forgot what the name of the movie was they were talking about. It was a guy called Howard Zim and another guy called Bill Osco. And they made like a, a they made a feature porn movie and then they bought a f- film theater to show it because it was back then it was like real prohibitive you could only have x amount of people in the theater there were laws and this and that so they had success with this and the loop so they was making money they were making money cool. but they wanted to like expand so somebody came up with an idea They're like, to wow. do like flash gordon serial as and then as i was watching the documentary as it goes on this thing took forever they were they were they were losing money. Then they had to go and make more porn to make money to pay for it. They, this movie has Rick at Academy Award winners doing the special effects. Rick Baker, Dennis Muren. There's a lot of it in. Uh, Jim Danforth, uh, Dennis Allen. These guys were these guys made Star Wars movies and stuff like that. And there's and also the a lot of the stop good. action. Yeah. There's a lot of like Harryhausen esque. Stop motion. I think um, Danforth worked with Harry Howes. Yeah, well, everyone had everyone that's anyone back then in the '60s no. anyway. And he, one of them did Ega. I think Danforth or uh, <laughs> yeah, they did Ega. Yeah, they did Ega. One of those. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys were basically like almost like rock and roll guys in a way, doing their porn and trying to get a movie made together. This took years. The cops busted oh, them God. because of uh, supposedly oh, there was an I underage girl that. in that, and that she she lied about her age. And then there was like certain things that they did sexually that they was illegal, and then they made they cut a deal with the cops, so the cops took the whatever they found offending out of it, and they gave them the rest of the movie. So from what they gave them was what they made the movie from. But as far as the impression that I get is that they don't have the you know the triple X the footage. The cops just took it. Yeah, they, they just did. took the negative, and that was it. It was gone. Wow. You know? And then some of the animators quit because they like they weren't getting paid, and then. You know the the one of the, oh, it's it's a total mess. It's unbelievable that this movie got made. It took years. It ended up costing the guy two hundred and fifty thousand, which is cheap by now to to get this thing yeah, done. Well not then. But then they hit the midnight movie circuit because a lot of regular movie theaters wouldn't play during the day. They hit the midnight movie circuit. It was popular in the early seventies with the hippies and the late night people that want to get stoned at the theater, and it became. A big deal, and then it got distribution, and you know they made all their money back oh, or that's whatever. Cool. That's good. But yeah, it was like uh, it was like a a real mess. But what they said that was interesting, and, and this is how I first heard about this movie, and this is my my first Flesh Gordon story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> of many, a, a good couple. Okay, cool. They talked about how before the movie came out, there was a Penthouse magazine asked them to if they could do like a, a shoot on it you know they could take pictures and do like a a write-up on it they said sure fine so they did and the movie was made in 71 it didn't come out till <clears throat> 73 but before the movie came out there was pictures well what happened was boy this is, i'm gonna make this as short as possible because we only have a certain amount of time <laughs> basically me and my friend were skipping one day uh, and we decided to go to the mall and we saw that penthouse magazine and my friend dared me to buy it Nice. And we were like 12 or 13, and I was like, no, they're not going to sell me that, you know. And he goes, well, I'm going to try it. So he walked up to the counter. It was a it was a supermarket, department store called the Treasury, kind of like a Walmart of today, and the girl sold it to him. So we were like, oh ka-ching, we got it. And Penthouse was a little more risque than Playboy. This is before Hustler. And as young adolescents, you were in heaven. So we read about two movies that were covered in that, Flesh Gordon and the cheerleaders. So of course, wow. that became like, well, we got to see these movies. And by by chance, three or four years later, when we had cars, those two movies were always playing in town. Wow. So we probably saw both of these movies at least four or five times back then, as either <laughs> the A feature or the B feature. Usually with Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke or Rock and Roll High School or some teen thing like just that. whatever. So, yeah. yeah, they're like yeah. just just package it with that one. And, and so I have fond memories of being like a juvenile delinquent and reading about this movie it's funny because we would skip and we would this is this is so wrong and i'm like don't do this kid we were skipped and we would hide out at this at a church 
<laughs> and we were hiding at the church. <laughs> Nobody will look here. Hide in the church. Well, the church it was it almost looked like it was an old apartment building. It had like stairways on the, on the outside to the top level, so we would hide out at the top level, and you could watch the whole area from it because we were like thirty or forty feet above. So we would watch out for his dad. Oh, here's your dad. He's leaving. He's going to work. Okay, let's go back oh to your house God, and have sodas and pies. Oh yeah, my, my friend was like a real, real con man. <laughs> and then when his dad was coming back from to work for lunch, okay, let's go to the mall. He's gonna be back. Okay, so you know, at least say I got busted a few times. Wow, so stop doing that. That's Probably awesome. That is so, crazy. Yeah. And then the other one was the other one was my cousin. His parents were fighting, and they wanted they didn't want the kids to. You know, see it. So they took them to the movies, and they were looking for a movie. And all of a sudden, they didn't speak English for a while or read it. And then they see like, oh look, that movie playing over there, Flash Gordon. Yeah. Hey, go get go get two tickets for our son. So they bought him two tickets, and of course, my two cousins were never the same after that. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, make no mistake, this is uh, Light X High yeah. NC17 or whatever. What's the highest R? Is R? It was R when it was released in theaters. This is supposedly like has more footage. And it was more X. But there's the other movie that the one guy did, Osco, called what Alex X-Rated Alice in Wonderland. Now, that one got released in the movies as like a soft X, R. But that had hardcore footage, and that was put in later. And that's the wow. version you find now. So there, But Flesh wasn't. But these became kind of like big cult hits. Like they did Andy Warhol's Frankenstein and Dracula. Alice and, there's a dirty Alice in Wonderland, a dirty Cinderella. And they started doing all this crap because it hit with the midnight... Yeah. movie guys it makes and money it made a little bit of money kept you doing what you want to do you know and that's where the alternative crowd went they didn't want to go see the mainstream movies so every weekend they would go fridays and saturdays and go up at you know at midnight and go get stoned and watch or not and go watch these like bizarre movies like el topo and that living dead wow. and all this and that's where they all became that's cool man cult, that's what the cult classic that's what the cult started with these things that's really in cool in the early 70s yeah so anyway that's my story and I'm sticking with it. All right. So, I mean, there's no... I'm almost going to say there's no real point in going... We're not going to go scene by scene. That, Like I said, there is... Any time that there's a, a, a reason for nudity or an orgy, yeah, yeah, you're going to see one. Um, and they don't show, of course, like any any penetration or whatever like that. Or But they, they, it's very simulated. There's tons of simulated orgies, simulated yeah. sex acts. Some of it's know. not simulated. It was just edited... Yeah, yeah. Ed, yes, it tastefully, I guess. Yeah. Those are the biggest air quotes I've ever Yeah, apparently out. there's like some ed, some some whole sequence that was edited, t- taken out by the cops with Robin Hood and his merry men. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, that, that would probably fly now, but back then it was Yeah, no, know. that was that was They're like, we don't agree with that kind of stuff. No, like, no, okay. no, 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 but... Uh, yeah, there's the sex ray and the penisaurus. So, right, so... Everything's like a tongue-in-cheek takeoff It is, it. and some of it misses... A lot of it misses, but yeah, some of but some so of it hits. You it, let it slide. Like every now and then, you you chuckle or you laugh. Um, things happen for no reason. Which, if you watched a lot of the old serials, which I did, um, that's what they were like. They weren't yeah. the the serials, you know, like uh, like uh, Burn 'Em Up Barnes or Radar Men from the Moon, which is the Radar Men from the Moon is one that we did for uh, on uh, the Dub 420 TV show. The they were just things just happened. It wasn't like there was no logic behind it. Props were made of cardboard or, or, or just the cheesiest stuff in the world. And that's yeah. the spirit of this was, it was a well-made movie, uh, Flesh Gordon. The effects are nice for it, the time. The effects were good. <clears throat> you know you know what they did say in the in, in the commentary? The, back in 71 or 70, 73 when this came out, there was only like three or four movies that had special effects made. There was this, there was The Poseidon Adventure, and there was Silent Running. And they actually oh. filmed a rough cut of this movie a week before the Academy Award, like a month before, just to see if they could get in. And the <laughs> Academy decided, we're just going to give a special award to the Poseidon Adventure because there's no special effects movies wow. in 73. Back two years probably, later. They probably would have won, but... Yeah, four years later, you know, it was everything. But yeah, at this point it yeah. wasn't, yeah. Uh, long story short, Earth is besieged by a sex ray that is coming from planet Porno, um, Emperor Wang. Evil, evil Emperor Wang has decided to uh, to send that to Earth for, for whatever reason. I don't, I don't know. To take over. To take over, but I guess just what, whatever. The so the sex ray just makes people in, just go crazy and has have orgies where wherever it hits. 
So you see that a couple of times. A plane crashes because um, everyone is just they're flying, <laughs> they're orging in the plane. They're, they're orging in the plane, and then and then Flesh is strong enough of a man that he's like, no, no, we must. No, he jumps out of the parachute. Well, no, I'm saying. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he yeah. fights through it, grabs yeah, yeah, the girl, yeah. and um, they jump, and then they land. And they find in a very special way they go in the parachute. Yes, of course. It's, it's yes, ev- everything is is, is simulated sexual. Uh, either it's either it's um, uh, what's like an innuendo, innuendo sexually innuendo, yeah. or it's actual just sex. Like everything, this whole movie. So if you're a young teen, I don't know why you're listening to this show, but if you are, then run out and get it now. Or if you're an old teen, <laughs> if you're an old teen, please listen. Yeah, uh, and then they so they find um. What's his name? They, they land Professor Jerkoff. Yeah, Professor Jerkoff. <laughs> and then, that's and his name. These are these, we're not making these up. These and, are real. And he knows about the sex ray, so he they get in his phallic shaped oh, rocket yeah. ship. And by phallic shaped, we mean it's a penis. It's yes. just a big metal penis. And one of the one of the things that did make me laugh all the time. Whoever came up, they were like, "Oh, you're flesh. You're you're the, the professor's son, flesh, Gordon, yeah. the professor Gordon's son." Like everyone, and, you know, Professor Gordon, the guy at the beginning was John Hoyt. He was in fifties sci-fi movies, like Attack of the Puppet People and stuff like yeah. that. I was really I forgot he was in this movie. But they made they they always made it. Oh, you're Professor Gordon's son, Flesh. Like everyone yeah. knew of Professor <laughs> Gordon. Like and everyone knew, like it was they they really wrote it so it was funny that how they made him like famous. Like yeah. everyone knew him. You know, even on other planets on planet Porno. Yeah, oh, right. you're you know you're, you're, you're I know you, so um I've heard of your exploits you know so they kind of invented fame and it was really funny that part was really funny, so they get there and then shenanigans ensue um it is it is really just kind of run they, the mill I'm taking the, the earth, I'm taking I'm taking the Earth Woman to be my bride the evil Doctor Wang or evil Emperor Wang is taking the girl to be his bride and then she gets kidnapped by the uh by the lesbian lesbian cult kidnaps yeah. her they fall uh, uh, oh god yeah the penisauruses attack them when they're trying they to have escape to fight. And that was know, that was like a that was, that was like a tribute to Ray Harryhausen except he wouldn't have made a penisaurus but everything even that scene he would have read the fights, script and went nah even, even I'm that, not doing that even this. that scene where after after he fights when the, with after the lesbian thing, when he fights that little monster, that beetle monster, yes. that was like Jason and the Argonauts. It was, dude. and there, that's there's some of the, some of the stuff as you're watching this movie, it comes up and you're like, huh, yeah, you know, and you just, I don't know, it's very, it's, it's very it's like tribute upon tribute. Yeah, it is. It, there's a lot of layers to it, believe uh, it or not, I you believe know. Believe it or not, yeah. Um, intertwined with lots of orgies, and then and well, who shot the arrow? Oh God, I don't remember. Did I? Because I watched it and I was like, "Did they ever even?" It was sense? Robin Hood one? Was one of the Robin Hood oh, guys? Okay, shot the it arrow? was the yeah. guy. That's when they met him. I, I, yeah, for yeah, some it was reason, one of the I was like, "Man, shot the arrow." Yeah, yeah. And in the forest there, or whatever. In the forest of orgy, and there is. You'll see the more frontal nudity than even most pornos in this. Like most, mostly female. Mostly female, but yeah, and. Like for some reason, like they'll be flying in a spaceship, and for some reason, there's just a nude woman there, yeah, standing yeah. there, just hanging out or whatever, you know. And and then there's, I was surprised to see the interracial yeah. lesbian. <laughs> the, the there was an interracial lesbian scene. sacrifice scene, you know, kind of a thing. And now by today, who cares? Seventies? Well, yeah, early seventies. This is total outrageous. That was movie. like what? Like this was total I, and, outrageous. And I'm not, I'm not. I'm not racist or anything like that. No, no, everything was outraged. Not the racism. I mean, not not the interracial. Just everything in this movie was beyond the pale. If you were a kid, you never saw anything like this. Never, never. This this really would have broken down boundaries, you know. Yeah. Um, I can see it. So basically... uh, so yeah, they fight the Emperor Wang, and but my, my favorite part is a monster at the end. What the hell was that monster? The like idol. he comes up, yeah, the idol comes up, and he's up. like, you know, he's like, kind of like that lost me the voiceover. Lost you know who it is, right? No. Oh, dude, you're not gonna believe. Who is it Billy Dee Williams? Voiceover. No. The monster would have gotten a Colt forty-five. Craig T. And Nelson from Coach. Oh my. And Poltergeist. He did. He did the monster voice. I, that makes sense now, cause it was one of those things where I'm like, I was like, why do I know this voice? But you can't place it. When they shoot him in the butt, he goes, my ass. Oh, yeah. Th- this monster was 
this had an inexplicable voiceover that just or explicable like where he talked sometimes and sometimes apparently he was thinking and the well originally originally they just wanted the monster to make guttural noises right yeah but the one of the producers we knew people at the comedy place and they brought in Craig T Nelson he said hey let's give this a shot maybe we can add and he did that ad libbed it and then they liked it and they left it in the movie but if it wasn't for that it would have just been like or whatever but yeah. it was slow oh yeah like that's the one of the things that the yeah. action was slow but that's kind of normal but that monster like it it was the stop animation yeah and it had this voice the voice of Craig T. Nelson and I just found out from our friend Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown and but he would say ow my ass you know like everything see your tits yes let's See your tits, and then he pull off the and shirt. And that was like a total King Kong homage oh, yeah. there, you know. And it was it was funny, but you're like, wow, is this guy? Did this guy just take a whole lot of volume or something? Like, why is he so slow? Well, do you know what these these guys who did the movies, Dan Forth and Allen and all that, they were like, they actually were going to pull the movie from. They were actually weren't give them the footage because they weren't getting paid. And somehow or another, they made another porn and they gave them the money, the sixteen thousand. And then they said, okay, here's the negatives or whatever. And originally, from what I, from the documentary, this movie played, and the people re- didn't react that well to it, even though it was outrageous. So they had to, uh, had to edit it more to the version you see now. So it was longer, and it was uh, cut more the day after the first viewing in order to I'm be glad, able to yeah, make it. I'm glad it. they did, because we don't need more of it. I mean, it was it was fine. It was I'm, fine not, I'm not talking that bad about it, but I didn't want any longer. I didn't want any more movies, yeah. you know. And those... That stop animation stuff is was expensive. Yeah. I, I mean, because so, it's another it's another studio you have to pay to do it. But back then it was just friends of friends that knew a guy. Yeah, it wasn't like true. you before. You, it wasn't like ILM or anything like that. It was like, yeah, I know this guy Dan Ford. I know this guy Muir. I know this guy here. Well, and they were the like, okay. a lot of stuff works now even. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. I know locally. I'm in I'm in some of that where I know a guy who'll shoot something. I know a guy who does audio. Exactly. Like, so yeah. you kind of yeah you you just know networking, travel in circles, and you know different people. But that then it was a lot more low budget. Now you couldn't. Now it'd be a whole yeah. different. Now there is a sequel called Flesh Gordon Meets the Cosmic Cheerleaders, which it's on Netflix. Maybe one day you rent it. Uh, is that any good? It was made by the same guy. I don't know if it is or not. I never uh, saw never it. Never saw it. Yeah. Probably not as not as not as outrageous. Let's put it. It couldn't. Well, it couldn't be. That's and that's the other thing. I don't know if this would have any appeal towards anyone nowadays. I think it would just the, just because of the sleazy factor of it, or yeah. this, the, the yeah, it's still those robots with the with, <laughs> with the, the drill penis with the drill. Oh I mean, that's pretty that even that this stuff is still outrageous today. It's still funny, know? and it's still funny. That, like, that movie doesn't get made today. No, hell no. If you want to see something that's not going to get made today. Nobody's going to invest that much money this would never in making this movie today. This would never get made. This is something that was only could be made in the 70s after the 60s were over and everything was like messed up and dr- beer-fueled and drug-fueled and sex-fueled or whatever. People were thinner in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, all these guys running around, they were like, thin. Yeah. They were wafer thin, you know. Yeah, well. And they're like, huh, all right, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... And, and and it's just weird. It's just a lot of they. I wonder how much actual sex happened on scene on screen during these things because I think the director said there was some. It had to be. There was oh, yeah. to be. The like, scenes, yeah. He just. But he said what he said was he said that he had to actually tell the people what to do. Yeah. Like hey, you do this this kind of position or you do this kind of act and you do that yeah. one or whatever and then you know they did what they were told this wow and 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 boy that you, you're really kind of signing yourself to the blacklist doing like doing this kind of movie like they were they were porn guys yeah it must have this most, is like of, this is like they just got like a little bit of artistic inspiration cool but whenever they needed money they went back to the old you know bread yeah, and butter. crank out a couple porns and yeah, that's it yeah. that's amazing and they uh, had movie theaters. They were for early yeah, guys that made movie theaters. That's so. true. All right, so what are you going to give it? Well, oh, this, is, this is like freaking from my teenage years. This is good. I'll give it an A just because of nostalgia. And yeah. Because you know what? They actually did something, and the effects were good. And, and oh, for all the shortcomings, I think it overcomes them, and I'd say yeah. it's worth watching if that's what you want to watch. Yeah, I'm going to go with a 6.5. It's not from my youth. I don't have any fond memories of it. When I was watching it, I was like, ah, some stuff was funny, some stuff was good. Um, you're definitely, 
internet porn has pushed us way past anything. So, but internet you know, porn is like it's just it's pathetic. Porn. Yeah. It's pathetic. There's nothing to it's it. It's no art. Yeah, like this is like an actual movie. This is so. actually people trying to do yeah, something. And don't get us wrong. This is a movie. It is a movie. It's, it's not like movie. this isn't a porno. This is it's a movie. It's editing and it's effects it's just a, and it's, it's shots. It's just a very risque, very yeah, uh, yeah. cutting edge movie. Yeah. All right, so go see it. Uh, next week, I have a feeling we're going to be uh, visiting a, a, a Charlie, a Carlos Estevez, Estevez joint. joint car race joint dead guy thing stuff. All right, see you next week. New in concept, Sinbad's Adventures. Bold in adventure, Sinbad's feats of heroism. Mighty in conquest, Sinbad's devastating power. The Lost World of Sinbad. See, reign of the flaming death turn the sky into a fiery inferno. The giant of Amarkand, whose strength is equal to 1,000 men. The whip dance of the virgins in exotic orgies of evil. See, the Lost World of Sinbad in Colorscope. Amazing beyond belief.